shut up. <laughs> you eat Janus and shut up! You're listening to the Survival Podcast for zombie nerds everywhere. This is Zombies Ate My Podcast. Yeah, there's Dan. There Listen like your life depends on it. Broadcasting to you alive from the Zamp Command Center here in wonderful New Hampshire, where the weather is, well, it's wetter and soggier than that zombie you found in the basement last week. That was just gross. Just gross. My name is Bob Fournier. Joining me as always, first, my fellow survivors, underground and secure location to the north, it's the busy zombie lord himself, Lou Page. I'm still telling you that that zo- one of the, those zombies looked awful. The makeup they need to fix that makeup. It's runny because <laughs> of the water. That's what it was. <laughs> it was. It if you say bad. so, I still swear I saw a zipper. <laughs> Whoa! Where were you looking? Well, if you read the. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking that at the back of his head. There was a zipper. Oh, I'm pretty okay. sure it was a mask. Maybe he's Leatherface and he oh. turned into a zombie. Maybe. Well, that voice. That voice can only be one person. That's that's the guy keeping the border safe north over the wall. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's. Got, I think he's got company this time. It's Ryan Murphy. Yeah, I do. I brought guests. Is that okay? I brought more Canadian guests. You found some Canadian guests to bring on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's great. We have uh, we have a couple special guests. We have um, from the the wasted. Wasted. The <laughs> cheers to the zombie apocalypse. I'm so excited about this. We have uh, Lance and Sid on the line. How you guys doing? Great. How are really you? Really good. good. How are you? Oh, we're all doing great here. We're doing great. So you guys, we're, we're going to talk a little bit about this because you guys are trying to do a little show here, and, and it's called Wasted, correct? Yeah, yeah, that's correct. All right. And it's basically about some stoner friends. <laughs> <laughs> Who who have been dreaming about the zombie apocalypse forever, and now it's finally happened. Exactly. Uh, I gotta ha- tell you, I watched I watched some of your trailers, guys. This is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Um, no spoilers, but when you cut off the wrong leg, it's it's the best thing in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta agree with you there. <laughs> yeah. No. So you guys, you guys, right now, this is a competition, though, right? You guys are earning a spot for a TV show. Is that how this works? Exactly. Right now, we're uh, in the top fifty-five. Uh, by a couple of weeks, they want us to be the top fifteen, and then another couple more weeks, and we're trying to get to the top, and try to make this a show uh, for prime time on CBC. Prime time on CBC. So, you guys, congratulations! First of all, for being top fifty-five. That's awesome. Yeah, um, thanks. Yeah. How thanks did it start? How many? How many were how many shows were there to start before the top fifty five? Uh, the first uh, cutoff was hundred and ten shows, so there was like two hundred and twenty uh, submissions wow. at first, and then it was hundred and ten. From hundred and ten, it was fifty five. So we're still in it. So hopefully, we get yeah. more. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And like you know, right, right, right there, top fifty five. That's something to be proud of. You know, and. You guys, you guys are doing it right. I mean, I know you said in one of the interv- in one of the you know making of the show thing, one of the trailers, you were talking about how it's. What were your words? It was, um, you know, Shaun of the Dead meets like Modern Family meets 
<laughs> something else and it, you guys just nailed it like it's it's a fun little i like watching the little trailers of you guys doing it there's a lot of good chemistry there and it looks like it's a, a really funny zombie show oh, thanks so yeah much. it is uh... yeah you know i'll, I'll give Besides, you this it's, it's four it, stoners <laughs> yeah it's probably gonna be way better than that pilot they did for uh zombie land i mean let's let's look at it that way <laughs> we hope so yeah uh, i think uh, so we watched that on amazon prime and i don't even think we covered it on the show <laughs> was that bad <laughs> it took us it took us like three months to cover it it was so bad yeah we we're like oh i guess we'll watch it oh, oh great it's available on amazon yeah okay well i guess i have to watch it um but this is an an, an interesting prospect because it it, it relies on uh, user votes to get it in now and I, I haven't really dug into like the terms of service and stuff to kind of see what like cbc is obligated to do but like it'd be really cool to see something like this on tv because maybe not on this show but on other shows i've talked about canadian content on cbc and i'm not a huge tv person but i'm also not i'm, I'm by that standard i'm also not a huge cbc person i don't watch a lot of stuff on on that channel but uh and I kind of have no excuse. I'm Canadian, but I think that if this show was on there, I would definitely watch it because it's it's right up my alley. It's comedy, and it's uh, it's zombies. That's great. Now, have you have you? I'm curious though, because I got to say, like Canada's a little more, you know, we're a little more. Uh, we don't like the we don't like the drugs and the stuff on our TV. Now, how how do you guys think that's going to work with with the with the the marijuana? And the, the the booze, like, have you guys thought about that when it comes to primetime CBC? Like, is have you did you check into it? Do you know if that's going to work or? Uh, we don't know any details yet. They just told the way the competition is that they want us to be as funny as possible and mm-hmm. not to hold back anything. Okay. Like, you know, if, if if there's a drug joke in it, just do, do it, and then you know later on, uh, they could you know find a way to. Uh, as the guys will help us, kind of situation, explain to us better what we could show and what we can't. Mm-hmm. But I think TV's changing anyways. Like the biggest uh, drama show last year was Breaking Bad, right? And that dealt with drugs. And yeah. that 70s show is oh, basically, yeah. you can tell what they're doing in the basement. So it's no hard, <laughs> basically. It's just, I guess they don't want us to use it, but then we could act inebriated and stuff like that so that's not so right yeah i had well, completely I say, you forgot. guys act very inebriated very well <laughs> yeah you did you did a good job i, I it, it, sometimes Thanks. it was hard to tell like i was thinking like i wonder <laughs> now don't break the glass now but i wonder are they actually smoking something while they're doing this i, I mean you're comfort of your own home whatever Oh, maybe some of some of us are method actors, you know. So. Yeah, <laughs> method man actors. I get it. Um, but uh, it's it's this is really neat. I, I love the visuals too that you got on your your you did the poster uh, that was week four's mission. There's a bunch of missions and stuff that you guys have to do. And am I right in understanding that it says week ten? There's ten missions. Is that going to happen? Like, like if it's going to top fifteen in eight days, that's probably going to be week five. Are they going to do five more weeks of the top 15? That seems crazy. Yeah, we're not too sure what the other challenges are after that. But yeah, apparently so. There's there's 10 challenges up there and uh, we're not even halfway. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's intense right now already. So yeah. let me ask, so the top 15 voting opens in about a week, right? From like when we're talking right now, like eight, is it eight days? Yeah. 
Okay, so how do people vote? Like, how do they vote for you? Like, if our listeners want to go watch it and vote, how would they vote for you guys? Okay, so you, you can basically go on the website Comedy Coop. Uh, that's uh, comedy, uh, C-O-U-P, uh, dot C-B-C dot C-A slash wasted. And uh, you go on uh, the website, you uh, log in um, with your email address, and once you have that, uh, you can um, follow us, you can rate us, you can uh, like all uh, our challenges, and in eight days, uh, you can uh, click vote, and uh, you can vote for us. And the more you rate and follow uh, projects, the more voting opportunities you get. Mm-hmm. So you can build up your votes to like 15 or 20 and then you can um, vote for one project so we can get all 20 votes and um, it's it's really interactive that way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I say I say you get all the 20 votes. You'll get all my 20 votes. <laughs> it's, it's the only zombie project on there. I mean, I was I was digging through it and uh, uh, it is very easy to accumulate votes just by exploring some of these projects they have out there and it's... I've never seen anything like this, and and a lot of these projects look to be fairly well done. So it's it's really nice to see that uh, a lot of people are are sort of throwing their hat into the ring. I mean, personally, we're a little biased here when it comes to zombies. Obviously, we're going to vote for this, and obviously, our listeners are going to look at this and like, yeah, of course, zombies. Shaun of the like you said, Shaun of the Dead meets the uh, the uh, Modern Family on on drugs, and. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I just I really like that kind of humor. Pineapple Express is another one that you guys used as sort of a, an example. Um, mm-hmm. Now, what's the? I, I don't know. I can't remember. Like we uh, we got into it pretty quickly. We ha- we'll have the link in the show notes. But can you two explain to me like the basic premise of the show, uh, like for, in your own words, rather than us talking about the trailers and stuff? Uh, okay, basically, it's about four guys who hang out together who. Uh reach the point in their life where they are like early 30s and realize you know they're they haven't done nothing they have dead-end jobs their families always on their case saying you know you're you're losers and stuff uh but their uh, one uh basic uh i guess happiness is you know meeting up every friday night or saturday night uh getting drunk and high and watching zombie films yeah and from that point they you know they enjoy talking about zombie scenarios like say if they're in a coffee shop and then uh they meet a, see a cute girl walk by but then immediately they talk about how uh say a zombie attack happens there what would you do or grab a broom or you know uh, uh you know would you chase that girl it's like no it's about friends first or something you know it's just uh we have, we actually do this a lot when we're uh, uh, like years past like we sit down and talk about scenarios so it's kind of like our lives almost so from that point, when the zombie apocalypse does happen, these four losers become the best uh, equipped to fight off the zombies and survive. Hmm. And, and you guys aren't preppers, right? It's definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You guys don't have like a stockpile of guns. You're just you just you're just really well planned, right? Kind of, yeah. Like the story we based it on is like one of us is more like we have a friend who's really into zombies. Mm-hmm. And, like like you know he. He, he wishes happens right now almost. So w- the story is based on him and three other friends who just help him out with his, uh, um, you know, his fantasy kind of thing. They just talk just for fun. But then when it does happen, he's the one who goes off and has stockwell pile of weapons, and he's ready for it. And we just tag along, helping him out. Perfect. 
It'd be like an adventure. Yeah, it's cool. And you guys do a lot of the, um, you guys do a lot of like, uh, from what I saw, like you, you do a flashback of a previous thing and then it kind of comes back forward into like current situations, right? Exactly. Or like, yeah. uh, this explains why I'm doing this kind of stuff. Yeah. We also have like, um, yeah, because it also helps the comedy, right? When you go back to our cultures, we have different cultures, uh, uh, diverse culture group kind of thing. So back, you know, talking about our families and the whole zombie situation, that, which helps us in the future too. And, uh, we have a constant uh, um, lead actress who will play like our muse, like uh, like you know a girl that's like a Mila Jovovich kind of type of actress. Like we watch all of her zombie yeah. films. That's the way we know how to kill zombies through her films. And every time we cut <laughs> back, she explains like a certain scenario or you know this is how you kill take care of this zombie, and then we use it in the future to help us out. Hmm. But that's we awesome. do it. Yeah, but we do it more, you know, a humorous way than how she does. Right. She does like a badass way, and then we're like, oh, okay, we kind of did it, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> like a, a seventy-five percent there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's good enough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Good, you know? yeah. <laughs> it worked. Right? That's all that matters. It's it's really cool though. It's a cool premise to, to think about. I'm really happy that you guys, like I said before, you you made it the top fifty-five, and like Ryan was talking about. There's a lot of stiff competition out there for this contest, and the fact that a zombie show like this has made it to the top 55 is it's just awesome. It shows that you guys are doing something right because you know zombie stuff could be so overdone right now with The Walking Dead and everything that's out there. But yeah. obviously, the people want to see it because you guys have made it this far already. So, I mean, my hats off to you guys. You're, you're doing something right so far. Yeah, thanks a lot. Yeah, thanks a lot. Yeah, yeah, because the, over the last uh, couple weeks. Uh, over here uh, around Ontario, there have been several uh, zombie walks, and we've been going to yeah. uh, several of them, and uh, and people just want to see more zombies on TV, and they're, they're really into it. And uh, on the weekend, we went to the Toronto zombie walk, and there were thousands of people out there dressed as zombies. So there's a huge, uh, huge fan base for for zombies, and, and we're all just big fans, and we want to add our, our own little touch to it and i think you need a show that balances off uh something like walking dead and you know we don't want to create like zombies are all bad that could be funny too you know mm-hmm. yeah exactly and we talk we talked on the show before we, we've talked a few times about there hasn't been any really good zombie content that's different out there like since Shaun of the dead or zombie land where you you take the other side of zombies in post-apocalyptic worlds and um you guys you guys are hitting on the head right now with how it could be funny and you know with the different struggles that friends go through and it, it's good to see more content like this and done really well so i mean i'm i'm telling our listeners right now like you guys got to go check this stuff out if you haven't already and make sure you vote because this needs to be on this needs to be on primetime canada that's what i'm saying i don't even live in canada <laughs> but you can yeah, yeah, still watch let americans it. vote <laughs> yeah uh, yeah and anybody around the world can vote so uh yeah feel free to vote no matter where you're from Yes, any relatives from you know out of the out of this uh, North America, this continent, please vote. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sweet. Yeah, seriously, though, and, and accumulate those votes and you know give these guys show these guys some love because uh, you know you want more zombie content out there. That's why you're listening to this show because you yeah. can't get enough zombie content. We just keep making up zombie content until like Siffy wasn't doing it for us, so we gotta have to find something else. <laughs> <All right. laughs> uh, don't get me start. I'm glad I missed <laughs> we that week. <laughs> so the, the real cool thing too is though you guys you guys are Walking Dead fans as well, right? Oh yes, yeah, we are. 
Yeah, good. Uh, and uh, I think you guys are going to stick around with us for a little bit. We're gonna we're gonna talk about the latest episode, aren't we? Yeah. All right. Well, you know what? We should do that. We should break down the show and uh, let's let's get going with the, the latest of The Walking Dead. You don't know what it is to be hungry. You don't have to do this. We can walk away. And we will never cross paths again. I promise you. Unless you cross someone's path. to anyone right besides I already made you a promise well we keep talking about it and we talk about how at some point this show is going to slow down (laughs) nope and it turns out it wasn't in episode three (laughs) And if you're following the Zamp drinking game, I think Lou made another prediction correct. <laughs> um, as as usual, uh, we we got a lot of uh, we got a lot of stuff going on in episode three, guys. And um, first of all, I'll get your general take on the episode. Uh, I I mean, Lou, you pretty much nailed it on the head. I think you said Gareth was going to die next episode, didn't you? <laughs> I think I did. Yeah, I, I just I I didn't see how they could stretch out hunters for more than an episode or two, so. Um, but I mean, overall, Ryan, like this, mm. the pace is still going, right? I mean, we we haven't slowed down one bit. Okay, yeah, I know. I don't, I don't know what they're doing. Like, it's weird. I'd love it. I love it to death that they're just they're just rocketing like towards something because they're doing something that, that they don't do a lot on TV in the sense that with most TV shows they have this is our season story and we're going to build towards a conclusion. This is like. Yeah. Here's our episode one story. Here's our episode two story. Here's our episode three story. And episode four is probably going to be a boring episode. I mean, I can make that prediction now, but uh, I've been wrong for the last three episodes. So yeah, you have. I, um, yeah, I've seen the, I've seen what I think is like the first six minutes of it, and mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be boring. Well, well, you know what? Too, when we start the episode, we learn a little bit more about Gareth, and he starts talking about uh, what what it was all about that he was trying to, to achieve here. It wasn't just a trap. It was going to be a choice. You join us or feed us. You know, bears, <clears throat> when they start to starve, they eat their young. If the bear dies... The cub dies anyway, but if the bear lives, you can always have another cub. Mm. That was part of the pitch. I don't know about you, Lance, but uh, I learned a lot about bears in that episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but it goes to show you, I mean, you you realize how kind of heartless Gareth is, don't you think, in that episode? like you, You're just like, man, this guy is ruthless. There's also a huge plot hole in his discussion because they lined them up in front of a trough. Nobody made them an offer. They killed four guys without making any offer. Um, so I, I don't think, know what he's talking about. That he was going to make an offer. Well, I think that was like the end of season four where uh, before Rick like shoots the plate out of his hand because like, he sees like the poncho and the watch and the hat and stuff. Like That's when it stopped. It, it became a trap and stopped being a choice. I don't know, Sid. Did you did you think that they were going to bite it in this episode though, or did you think it was going to linger a little bit? 
Uh, I think they're gonna definitely bite it because uh, um, I'm reading the comics too, even though some of these characters aren't in there. But finally, someone else that read the comics <laughs> we can talk now. <laughs> yeah, because. Uh, I guess they're switching uh, characters uh, here and there, um, but then you know, actually, this is supposed to be Dale's uh, scenario with what happened right. to Bob. Right. So, and when those guys, hunters, came, uh, I was from last season. I'm like, oh, Terminus, who are these guys? And then I saw them meet in the floor. I'm like, oh yes, this is gonna be awesome. Yeah. And then uh, yeah, they had to die in this episode. There's like, there's new threat out there. I think the one with Beth or something. So they gotta create that to be a bigger threat. So these guys you know, had their moment in four episodes and, you know, yeah. people were scared for them. So now they have to go. Well, the cool thing was there was a scene that was kind of right out of the comic book. And, uh, I think Bob captured it perfectly when he was talking to them. <laughs> you, you idiot. <laughs> I can shut him up. <laughs> I've been bitten, you stupid prits. <laughs> I'm tainting meat. <laughs> Let's just kill him now. Might as well be eating one of them. What the hell's gonna happen? We're gonna turn, we're just gonna die? Albert, calm the hell down. We cooked him. Everything is gonna be fine. Why the hell didn't you check him first? Because he was fine. Tainting me! Shut up. <laughs> you Right down to the kick in the face, just like in the comic books. <laughs> exactly, yeah. That was, was pretty cool. Yeah. Now I was waiting for him to laugh. Like the whole time he's crying, I'm like, he's gonna laugh some point, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that was that was some of the I don't know about you, Lance, but like that was some of the best um acting I've seen Boozy McGee do there. I mean, he was he was on point, like that kind of delirious, like I can't believe you guys just did that thing, but that was some solid acting from him. Oh, yeah, that was the the best of him in the series, I think. Yeah, it was good. Too bad it came at the end. Yeah. I think I think when he's, when he's most vulnerable, he does his best acting, too. Like, uh, I saw The Wire when he was in that. He's like, oh, man, this guy could, like, as soon as yeah. he goes to that, it's crazy. But here, he's just yeah. I think they gave the best stuff when he's about to, you know, kick it. Yeah, and then, and you're a comic book reader. Um, but are both you guys comic book readers, or is it just you? Uh, I, I'm a comic book reader as well, but I haven't uh, co- I haven't started uh, Walking Dead. I, I'm I'm more Marvel Zombies. Kind of ah, guy. well, that's not a bad way to go either. Yeah. But, um, the the cool thing for me was um, <clears throat> when they devised this plan. To um to take Gareth on, so like you know you see Bob, he ends up getting thrown out on the on the front step, and you're like, this is all so familiar because I just read this in the book. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're you're kind of like I I kind of follow what's going along here. Um, I got to say they did a perfect job, although it was predictable kind of at the end, but um, they did a perfect job when they were they had that plan of going out to find them, and then the hunters came back to the church. Because I was like, hey, that's not how it happened. You know, yeah, that's, I know. Not, that's not what I read. So then for a second, I was kind of like, oh, man, what's going on here? <laughs> and uh, it even threw, I think, even the most you know avid comic book reader for a loop for a second going, whoa, wait, that's not how it goes. Exactly, yeah. So I was thinking the other way, too. Like, oh, no, like, are they going to – I thought one of the people in the room was going to shoot him down or something because the baby gave their position away and stuff. Yeah. And even the baby, yeah, because, like uh, – what happens in the comics to the babies is crazy too. So, 
The baby then, went yeah, crazy? I, no. Yeah. I know what happened to the baby. But <laughs> it, it was, uh, for me, like, not reading the comics. Um, I mean, I knew of the Dale moment that was captured perfectly. And, I, and we had our thoughts last episode where it's like, yeah, the only sane reason that Bob is out in the forest by himself, crying, upset, is that he got bit and he was saying goodbye to um, Tyrese's yeah. sister. Uh, I, I don't know what her name is. Sasha? That's Sasha, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Sasha. wow. That's right. Oh, wow. I'm on a roll. You got one right, Ryan. I did. <laughs> if someone should add that to the non-drinking rules. Now everyone has to stop drinking. I got it right. You have to sober up now. Yeah. <laughs> Go get a cup of coffee, you drunk bastard. That's not a fun game. I don't think that's a fun game. No, it's not. Drinking? I think I just ruined everybody's nights. Oh, man. I know you did. Um, but, uh, I, you know, up until that point, like afterwards, it was it was kind of like I had no idea what was going to happen. Um and it was interesting for one of the characters when they were sort of planning and like, you know, they're not going to, they're not going to count on us thinking and being sane. And someone said like, are you sure you're being sane? And I thought like, Oh, that's an interesting question. Like, are they going to go off and leave the church undefended? And, and that just seemed like a really stupid move and uh, right. to pull the old, you know, switcheroo or the fake out or whatever was, was interesting, but also, kind of a plot hole in its own right because like weren't the hunters supposed to be these really awesome they were doing fine before the church before that moment what they slipped up that bad that they missed rick and them being in the back of the church like how did that work like that's... i think yeah well that's the cool thing like you, you watch them that scene where they walked one way and the hunters walked the other way uh, that was a very intense scene i don't know what you thought about it, Lou, but like you're sitting there watching the woods for like a good like 10 15 seconds and you're like huh <laughs> yeah it's like camera all of a sudden they walk out and you're like oh what's going on were you uh what were you thinking at that point lou uh i was thinking this is a trap they know that they're out there they left bob there of course they didn't leave that's what i was thinking <laughs> oh, oh i forgot you work for amc yeah uh, <laughs> Uh, I wish, but no. Yeah, um, if you guys if you guys don't know, um, Lou apparently will never be wrong on this show ever. <laughs> and sometimes he makes the most wild, crazy predictions, and Ryan and I are like, "You're okay, Lou." Yeah. And then next week we're like, "Yeah, sorry about that. You were right." Um, <laughs> or like two weeks later, it happens, and you're like, yeah. "Oh." So we get one week where we just like berate him for being wrong, and then the next week he's right, and I'm like, "Damn it!" <laughs> but we also learned. Um, a little bit more about Gabriel, and uh, I know Lou, you didn't read the comics, but you can kind of you kind of felt like this was coming. But it was I read was... the comics up until after the governor, and oh, okay. so I knew that point, but I didn't know Gabriel's story. Yeah, mm. but you kind of saw it in this show that like, they kind of make him. Uh, I don't want to say confess, but he, I mean he kind of confesses to what he did. Yeah, exactly. For what he is, uh, what he did was the most sinister thing, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And not allowing his uh, people come in that church. That was yeah. That was the, uh, and he can't kill anybody either. That's just the situation that he he did it without you know, getting his hands dirty. I know and it's crazy. And like Rick, Rick asked those questions like, how many people have you killed? How many walkers have you killed? And he's like zero. Yeah, he's like, right, well, you right killed there. a lot of like, people, buddy. <laughs> exactly, yeah. and that's the thing. Like, and like you, you learn, Lou, that. And, like, it's hard to describe him, like, when you're talking to someone because, like, you know, even um, I'll talk to my wife about it and I'm like, he's not a bad guy, 
but he's a bad guy. <laughs> like he's yeah, exactly. It's yeah. hard to explain because she was like, "I thought you said this guy was a bad guy." I'm like, "Well, he's not a good guy." <laughs> I mean, and she's like, he, "He seems like a like a coward." I'm like, "Exactly." <laughs> uh, yeah, he's but, a uh, poor. He's he's got he's got poor character. He's not he's not governor bad. He's not hunter bad. He's just he's just got poor character. So I mean, the real the real uh, difference here is too. Um, so we got. Uh, Glenn and Maggie split off from the group. I thought something was going to happen where they didn't have to go. I don't know if you saw that coming, Ryan, or not, but they, they definitely split off. I did not enjoy that. I was like, really, guys? You just got back together? And and it didn't seem like there was much fanfare for them leaving. It was kind of like they got on the bus, and I expected everybody else to get on the bus, and then they didn't. And I kind of feel like Glenn and Maggie are on the bus like, oh, wait, I thought... I thought they were coming with us. Like, what why, the hell? Why aren't you guys trying to tell us to stop? Yeah, like <laughs> nobody said anything. I, I guess think we're... they made... Sorry, guys. Go ahead. I, I think they made a, uh, the deal the night before. Yeah, right. they made yeah. that deal. But yeah. you always expect something to happen at the last minute. Like, That's true. And, it, and in the comic books, uh, I'll say spoiler tag here for the next five seconds, but um, during that Hunter invasion, uh, Glenn gets shot in the leg. Yeah. And... Um, <clears throat> I was expecting that to happen, and that's why they wouldn't go because Glenn would just kind of slow him down or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it never happened, and then he just gets on the bus, and I'm like, oh, "Okay, bye. See, uh, I guess we're going. All right, you nope, you drove off. Okay, we're done." <laughs> well, I, I guess now, they had to wait for obviously Darryl. we know they meet up again, right? At some point, something happens. Well, yeah. I think they want to tell like three point of stories, like um, uh, three adventures almost, like what Daryl did and what Rick's group's going to go through, and what these guys might go through in Washington. Just to have a story. But do you think? Do you think that's too much though? Because they did that last time with all the different characters in the last season, where they kind of slowly focused on Daryl or slowly focused on one character, and you were following all these different stories. Do you think it's too much for them to do? Uh, I think it's because uh, the thing about this show, this show is like it's twenty-two episodes, so they got to fill out all that, right? So I think right. they want to. They want to, you know, like it's easier to do it that way to have three different. Uh, adventures going on than having a whole group and then focusing on each person like in, on how Lost did it like the island was like each person did their own thing on the island right. the flashback was something else mm-hmm. so I think that's I think that's more of it, of it than the what the story is like just for uh, just to keep the story going I guess uh, yeah and, and have that pace too I guess yeah yeah what about uh, what about you Lance do you think that do you like the multi-point stories do you think it kind of keeps you more interested or uh yeah I, I well i i like when they, they break off a bit you get to hear a little bit more character development from each character and then when they eventually cross paths and get back together again like i i like seeing how how they eventually lead back to uh to right. each other it is pretty cool and i mean we have also guys <clears throat> there's a big thing at the end here where daryl's creeping up in the woods now he has no idea what's going on and he kind of comes back. We don't know how long he's been out there, but he kind of comes back creeping around. And, you know, uh, what was it? Michonne found him. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, she says, uh, hey, where's Carol? And he kind of looks a little upset. And then he goes, you know, tell someone to come out. Uh, Lou, who do you think's there? <laughs> um, I think he's found more than one survivor. Okay. I think it's a bunch of people. Really? Yeah, I don't do think, think he'd just say. I I don't think he was going to bring people back if. Uh, it seems awkward for him to not just have Carol walk up with him, so I don't def- definitely don't think it's Carol. I think it's going to be a group of people. 
Well, I, I don't know. Like, it, it seems weird. Like, coupled with where we where we know he went, following the car, and um, I don't know about you, uh, Lance and Sid, if you watch like the next time on Walking Dead. You know, we don't like dwell on it, but sometimes we touch on it. And it's definitely mm-hmm. next week is like a Beth episode. It um, is, yeah. So oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's probably it's definitely a safe bet to assume like he's got Beth, and uh, you know they discovered something awful, whether it was Carol being captured or killed or whatever. I don't. I think that's probably too too obvious as well. Like, as much as we praise the show, it is still guilty of like going back to the tropes of like cliffhanger endings and you know like oh who did Daryl come back with? It, it doesn't make sense. It, it totally makes sense for him to you know come up by himself and then go back into the bushes and say, come on out, and then end the episode. That, you know, that's well, how Daryl would act around people he knows, right? Not at all. Well, don't don't forget about this, though. What if you found Morgan? That's what I was going to say, too, yeah. Yeah. Don't yeah. forget Morgan was following yeah. them. That's why I, yeah. I thought it was Morgan the whole time, and then when Daryl came out, I was like, yeah, wow. exactly, yeah. They're going to they're, they're gonna do one episode that. of Beth. That's, that's fantastic, because... Well, that Beth stuff looks pretty intense, too. And, like, it would make sense for Daryl to find Beth and she kind of tells her story of what happened. I could mm-hmm. see that happening. Or it could be Daryl, you know, like Lou said, finding other survivors and being like, we have to go after Beth. Because we have three more episodes left of the half season, right? They do uh, it in sixes? Is I think we have, it no, it's, yeah. it's eight, is it oh, not? No, is it eight? eight. Is it eight? Yeah, yeah eight. So, uh, we 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 got rid of the hunters. Yeah, it wasn't a big deal. We led up to it all of last season, and we finally found them, and they're dead in three episodes. Um, what does Rick's group do now? I mean, what do you think? Said any any ideas what they do for the next five episodes? Uh, I think I guess. Uh, well, I guess if he doesn't have Beth, they have to go back and get Beth in the, wherever right. she is. If that's if they have Beth, and I guess Carol's missing, they have to go in whatever one or the other. Then after that, they're probably headed to DC because there's. Uh, no other threat at the moment besides getting breath back for them, right? And right. then heading off to D.C. Uh, but I have another theory about Beth's situation. I think because uh, she's like in the hospital or something, right, in the next something episode. Something weird, yeah. yeah. So you think people might think she's immune to the zombies, that they caught her and tried to test her blood or something to see if okay. she survived that long or something else because it seems like they took her blood and stuff. So now, like She was that... perfectly fine when she left, right, and then they picked her up. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna say that's an interesting point because the CDC stuff that they did was all before they met her. So, yeah. <laughs> Do you guys think this could be now again not a comic book reader, but one of the storylines people throw around is a city, Alexandria. Could yep. could this be the Alexandria? Like I'm not I'm not aware of where that is in the context of the comics and where it falls and who has to be there for it to make sense, um, but. My understanding is it's a city, right? That is that is existing. So if there's a hospital with a doctor and a cop, lady cop and weird nerd doctor who I've seen in a lot of shows but can't place him for some reason, um, is that does that make sense? Does that fall in line, or do you feel like this is just one of those like left ball weird hospitals that seem to still have staff and you know that's it's like a sort of hold up? I don't know. It just seems so. It's like one of those typical these like mystery shows where it's like you're so used to everybody being like survival this and you know eating rats that and squirrels and then all of a sudden it's like oh you know there's this hospital and it's clean and that's the mystery you know uh, <laughs> that hospital does not look that clean 
Well, you know what? Okay, in in comparison to living on the floor of a of a church or or going into a food bank that's basement is filled with uh, rubbery zombies, um, it's pretty clean, and it looks well, like she's got equipment. She had IV in her, and you know, like she was in a gown that did not have blood on it, and you know, it was fairly clean. <laughs> you know what I mean? It just seems like it didn't have blood on it. It's clean. It was clean. <laughs> in, hey, in this world, if it doesn't have blood on it, it's clean. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, see, I may have missed something because I've still been pondering this, and actually maybe someone here can enlighten me because I don't think I ever brought it up. But uh, during Terminus, you saw a lot of the symbol, uh, the letter A, okay? Like you saw A this way or A that way, Terminus this. And even when they're um, dropping Bob off in the front lawn, there's a giant – they write a giant A on the um, the side of the church. Did you guys notice that? I did. Yeah, I saw that too. Does anyone know what the A represents? Because like I keep thinking it's a hint towards Alexandria, but I, I don't know if I missed something with these guys. <laughs> well, no, that's d- a good point. I, I I just saw the A and then I just did not realize what it was. Because I, I, I go ahead, Lou. I was gonna say I think it was a reference to the car they were in in the beginning of the season. Um, car the, car the, A. They were in car A, I believe. Oh, car A. Oh, okay, I get it, yeah. yeah so I, I think them be. marking the church was these were the people that were in car A. Okay, okay. that makes sense. Because yeah. the whole time I'm like, are they hinting to me that Alexandria is coming up? Because like what Ryan said, he brought up Alexandria. Uh, following storylines, I think that kind of comes next in line for the big next big story is um, Alexandria, if we're following comic book um, kind of guides here. But uh I don't know because like you got five episodes left. It's going to be a couple of Beth focused episodes. Oh, I think we get but, uh, one, especially if they're teasing Daryl yeah, coming I, back. I, like, I, I don't think they can stretch Beth as a single storyline for more than one episode. Or maybe they, this is Alexandria, and then they, I mean, uh, and they go there, and it's, they feel this is much more safer than DC, and then they won't go after Glenn and them, and they have a story there. That would be the two arc story, right? Mm-hmm. Some, yeah, something like that. There, there's got to be something because, uh, it, I mean, we have five episodes and they're they're got to be doing. They got to. I mean, the show is so fast paced. Yeah, <laughs> like, wow. right now, yeah. I'm, just, I'm wondering, like, how do they keep this up? Like, we keep talking about it, but it's like, how do you guys? What do you plan on doing for five more episodes? How big is this gonna get? Because you know those those mid season finales are friggin' brutal. Yeah. Well, um, they're they're blasting through source material. It just seems weird like you know when this show started it was like the first season was just sort of setting up the characters then the second season like oh cool this is the farm season with herschel and then the next season they tease the prison oh cool this is the governor season and then they get into the next season which is an extension of the governor we got governor for a season and a half and then they start teasing terminus which seems like this new thing and then it's the hunters and uh the hunters are obviously and i don't know how long they're in the comics but you know they dispatch them pretty quickly and now, obviously, yeah, yeah. they've set up the Washington storyline as well. But I feel like they're just rocketing through source material. I know we're still on the, you know, in the fifth season, but... But you know they wouldn't do that if they didn't have enough to go over and cover. But I feel uh, like they're the rushing big... towards something, you know? Like, they, they you know, people are like, oh, I can't wait to see Negan. Like, are they literally listening to the fans and saying, like, guys, we got to blast through this. And don't get me wrong, what they're doing is great. I love the pace. And I don't think they're missing anything by going too quickly. But I also don't want to see them just, like, rush to a certain point and then give us, like, four seasons of Negan because 
we rushed there, you know? Well, I think that, I think they learned from their mistakes, though, because, like, yeah. everyone was kind of getting sick of the governor after a season and a half of that guy. Yeah. Um, and the fact that they can blast through this content, I don't know about the rest of you guys, but the fact that they can blast through it makes me think, they got bigger things in store. This is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that there's going to be a bigger arc this season. Um, my theory for the next few episodes is that we get whatever's going to happen with Beth, and either they're going to stay with whoever it is that has Beth, or they're going to rescue Beth, and then it's going to be a rush to meet up with the people in D.C. Well, Beth doesn't look very comfortable where she is. <laughs> oh, she's um, surprised, right? Like, she doesn't know where well, she is. I think I saw her getting slapped around a little yeah, bit. There's a, there's yeah, a, there's a clip of the cop woman smacking her around a bit. So I'm not sure that uh, where she is is a safe place. Mm-hmm. I see I see a couple episodes of us dealing with wherever she is, and then there's going to be like what happened to the people on the way to DC, and right. I think that'll get resolved in the second half of the season. Right. But also at the end of the last episode, Daryl didn't come up like with urgency. It seems like he was you know calm and just said come out. So basically, I don't know if it's just that she's in trouble or not. Yeah, that's actually yeah, a really true. good point. To be honest, like yeah, that's if, if you like if the girl's in trouble, you're gonna run like the way he ran back to find Carol or remember he tried to find Carol's daughter and how uh, yeah yeah that's true. That? And then he found the doll and he tried to come back and then when Andrea shot him, but you know it's just that part like he no urgency when he came back like he just he had his uh, bone something arrow not happened. even talk yeah exactly yeah. something oh, happened over there and he's. So he's gonna. I mean, like you said, like he wasn't like we have to go like now. Yeah. You know what I mean? He just he was very calm, very like, you know, like come out like you know you might get a storytelling one episode of this is what Beth went through, and then the next episode could be this is Daryl saving her. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the tough thing too is like the other character I really want to talk about is friggin' Tyrese. Yeah. Uh, what's oh, going man, on yeah. with that guy, man? Like he's oh, like yeah. he basically told Sasha to forgive <laughs> these people for what they did to Bob. <laughs> Yeah. Like and like, she just calls him out on it. She's like, "You want me to forgive them?" And he's like, oh, "I um, <clears throat> I didn't mean it. Like, I don't know. I'm weird now. Like, <laughs> I'm all emo, Tyrese. <laughs> right? But that's like, that's like the gentle giant almost, right? Like you think kind of looking at him, you're like, this guy's gonna do some brutal damage. But then he just he didn't even kill the other guy because we all knew that, right? We all knew yeah, we, we saw that coming. Yeah. I like how they never address that because Carol's not there to call him out on it. <laughs> yeah, well, it's yeah, funny. Yeah. I was expecting that guy to kill someone else and then Carol to be like, whoa, I thought you said he was all set, you know, like to cause some big thing. But he just oh, was yeah. like, yeah, no, I'm going to die. And that that was pretty gruesome, too. Like if we go back to that, the way they killed those remaining people where, where Rick was like, we wanted to save our bullets. Like, yeah, but and then that... they just beat them all to death. It's like. Whoa! It's kind of like you lose a bit of your humanity by putting them out of their misery like that. I mean, I know they needed to go. Don't get me wrong, and they didn't necessarily. You know, to me, it just seems like they, they didn't had make it quick. They didn't, no. and I don't think they really needed to brutalize them. And I think that goes to show that you know this show is trying to say like these people have changed. They're still good people, but they're not great people. You know, like Rick bit someone's neck out last season. I mean, come on, guys, like. He's got some issues to work out. And it's funny how <laughs> Abraham thinks like, you know, sorry, I'm an ass, but we need more Rick Grime when this world, when we get our world back. And I'm like, yeah, technically he's done some shit. And, uh, I don't know if you want 
Rick Grimes and Grimes in your new world. I mean, come on. Oh, maybe you do. Yeah, that's the thing, though. Everybody, everybody there is not innocent. Like even the baby's not innocent, right? The baby killed the mom before it was born. I know it's like she was born and she had to die, but everybody there at least murdered somebody. No one's there is an innocent. Even Carl, he shot an unarmed kid, right? So right, yeah. The world has changed, and uh, like um, going back to the bigger point, like how the stories split up, characters changed. Like when Maggie was caught by the governor. She was all innocent before what the governor did to her. Like he didn't rape her or anything, but he humiliated her. And Glenn changed from that point too. Mm-hmm. So right. everybody's changing, in, um, and it could show you how much more brutal certain people will be. Where uh, the people you just look at the other people are just watching these guys go crazy on them, right? And then you could tell which people could handle the apocalypse and which people can't. Yeah. Right, exactly. And it, and, it, and it shows you the different perspectives, like Tyrese yeah. going all softy. Exactly. kind of yeah. like, whoa, what happened? This is the guy that beat everyone up with a, with a hammer at one point and said, hey, leave me. I, I got this. Um, and it, it just makes you wonder like, exactly what they're doing with this character development. Like, I hate it because like, they, they kind of build these characters up. And sometimes you can tell. Like, we, I think we all kind of had an idea that Bob was going to die. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, you know, he kind of got that TV cue of I'm going to get a little more screen time, I'm going to make a few good points, and you're going to get rid of me. And uh, but right now, it could kind of go in any direction. Like, is like we? I think someone else is going to die. Is it going to be Carol? Is it going to be Tyrese? Like, what? I mean, do you guys have any predictions on what what's going to happen next? Like the next big death for the show? Uh, I think it's got to be someone big, like someone. Uh... Uh, I want to sit, go far as maybe some of the fan favorites because Carol just came back and she has a huge fan following now. Right. Um, but yeah, someone who's a little bit more innocent, I guess. Uh, it could be, I don't know, Sasha herself. Maybe that could trigger Tyrese to be more of a killer. Right, right. Uh, uh, it's hard to tell. It is. like That's what I'm saying. Like Normally you can kind of get a feeling for who's going to go. But right now I'm like, ooh, it could be anyone right now. Like, yeah, we we just don't we have no idea. They're they're kind of holding this up here. I'm still gonna say, at no point is uh, Daryl ever gonna get killed because fans wouldn't let it happen. So yeah, that's you know true. for a guy that was supposed to get killed off in season two, he's done pretty well for himself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I know. <laughs> it's it's interesting because like a lot of shows do that, like that that uh, oh you know. We were only going to have him for one season, but people liked him, so we rode him around and kept him. In. Right. You know, it happened with Lost with Jack; like he was supposed to die in like the first episode. Okay. He was also supposed exactly. to be played by Michael Keaton, but I mean, I guess if you get Michael Keaton, you do want to kill him off in the first episode. But it's it's really <laughs> it's about all they could afford. Well, yeah, it was like we only get fifteen minutes of Michael Keaton. Make sure he dies by getting sucked into one of those jet engines at the start of the episode. <laughs> Um, but, uh, you know, I think as for like next character death, like Bob was, was an easy one in the sense that like he was a secondary character that they could right. bring up, build up, build up, build up, make him happy, make him sensible, make him heroic and tear that all down in one fell swoop. Um, next up, I think like it's, it's a tougher call. Like, but we never, we never thought they'd kill off like the twins last season, like the little girls. Like we would never have predicted that. So, I think we're in a position right now with the season that, you know, it's scary because now anybody could go. We don't know who who could go. And uh, I agree. I don't think it's Daryl. Um, Carol would be the easy choice just because she she has built up a lot in the last few seasons and she's kind of a, right. a rogue. 
But um, I think Morgan dies. Like, I think Morgan comes back and, and, you know. You think they bring Morgan all the way back just to kill him off? Of course, yeah. <laughs> that would be so, awesome, but I don't like, think they do that. Like, hey, here's Morgan back. And everyone's like, oh, cool, crazy Morgan's back. Oh, he's dead? <laughs> I, I think they kill him. I think they bring him back and he he, he, just, he just jumps out of the bushes. He's like, hey, I'm here. Oh, I'm dead. No, he saves he's them. walking the whole time, and he just turns into a zombie at one point. You're like, oh, my God, he was dead the whole time walking? Yeah, you don't even know. Right now, right now he's a zombie. You just have yeah, That's how exactly. crazy this guy is. He's already undead. Like, he's just like, they're all like, hey, come on, Morgan. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. It was so, my uh, we, Yeah, I mean, it's a, that's a terrible prediction, but it's okay. Okay, thank um, you. But we, you know, let's let's talk a little quick about the giveaway too. Uh, we have a we have a giveaway to do, right, Ryan? Well, we do. We're gonna we're gonna extend it one week, um, just because with extra life last Saturday, I had zero time to sort of publicize it. Um, which you could also take as nobody entered. I mean, come on, people! It's it's an awesome print yeah. by Scott Johnson, hand signed. So you're not getting the you're not getting that digital stamp business. You're getting the actual uh, pen from from the guy himself. So Scott Johnson's going to hand sign this uh, Blocking Dead print, um, and you can get it for free just by sending in your predictions for this season. Now that we've kind of gotten to a point, it's even more interesting now. We've gotten to a point where you know the Hunter story is resolved. Now's a great time for you to let us know what you think is going to happen in the remainder of season five or the remainder of this half of the season, where you think, think yeah. things are going. Who do you think will die? Do you think I'm right? Do you I think want to hear more right? of who, who you think is going to die. Yeah. yeah. So anything, just send it to info at zombiesatemypodcast.com. Yeah, and uh, let us know your prediction, guys. And uh, it doesn't have to be right, but we'll give you we'll give you the, the best one we like. We'll give it to uh, one of our favorites. So um, go ahead and email the show, like Ryan said, info at zombiesatemypodcast.com. Now, we could go on talking about great zombie content forever. I know we could. That's the kind of people we are. But we also need to talk about... No! I thought you forgot. We we have to talk about bad zombie content. Oh, no. <laughs> Tell us how much you hate us, Ryan. Tell us how much you hate us. I still like you guys. But I liked you more last so, week. <laughs> my new favorite segment, Ryan Goes to the Movies. And this week... We made Ryan watch the the nineteen what was it? No, the two thousand eight classic starring Jenna Jameson and Robert England. Zombie strippers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Ryan, I know you love this movie. No. See, this is the problem. I was explaining pre show to uh Sid and Lance w- uh, of what we're gonna do on this episode and, and I and, and I had for- I had thought that maybe Bob forgot and I was like, sweet. I don't have to talk about it this week. I can wipe it from my memory, and maybe I don't even have to bring it up. But alas, I reminded yeah, Bob halfway up. through the episode. So, <laughs> that's my bad. Um, and uh, I had mentioned that, uh, you know, I, I was digging on Return of the Living Dead, Night of the Living Dead, Dead Alive. And the, and I said, hey, I thought the whole point of this was to be funny and for to make me watch really shitty zombie films. And uh, look what happened. We got uh, you making me watch Zombie Strippers. And yeah. <laughs> it was a, it was a really bad film. It was terrible. It was um, hardly had anything to do with zombies. It was more about strippers, which I was worried about because I am married now and I really don't. I didn't really feel like explaining to 
my wife uh she watched See, a bit of it because you're gonna be like you're gonna be like no 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 it's for the show and she goes uh-huh i no, did no, say no, that they made, me, they made me watch this yeah okay ryan <laughs> <laughs> no, see, she like I was explaining to her what I was watching, and it's like, yeah, this is gonna be terrible, and uh, it's uh, it's filled with uh, with uh, with nudity, and uh, you're not gonna be a big fan of this, and and I wasn't even a big, it was gross, like it's not, it was just gross. I don't understand it, like it was like they wanted to make a movie with a bunch of strippers in it, so they they put they set it in probably the least sexiest environment like zombies and the fact that this is the best part is that they don't turn into zombies and it's like oh zombie apocalypse at a stripper club what would it be like Ooh, the buffet's terrible no it's about the zombie strippers becoming more powerful and they can strip better as zombies so here's that's the an thing. even more terrible off premise. Air, you told me that you love this movie. No, I did not. <laughs> and now, now we're on air, and you're like, he's oh, lying, Ashley. If you're listening, he's lying. <laughs> but, but you know what I mean? Like the perfect, so, like they they had the opportunity to go like, okay, zombie strippers. It could be like, you know, some of the zombies. Yes, they turn. The, some of the strippers do turn into zombies. They turn into our traditional zombie. Like similar. Like you know what? The best version of this movie is the first two minutes of Zombieland. That's that's all we need for zombie strippers. Just watch the first two okay. minutes of Zombieland and you've yeah. you've achieved this movie and you don't even have to see Robert England get some sort of weird face STD. Like you don't even need to see it. You could just you could watch the first two minutes of, of Zombieland. You're missing out. <laughs> no you're not. You're definitely not because Robert England is kind of an asshole. Uh, yeah. Well, you know that that movie was more of a gag movie for Lou and I to throw at you. I mean, we you've been watching so much good zombie content. We got to remind you that there's some bad zombie content out there too. Yeah. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> hey, you brought it on yourself. You said, "Hey, I like all the movies you're showing us." So we had to come up with something to ruin your day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the, you don't get off that easy. But we also have a movie for you to pick next week or Ooh. to watch this week. Is it good? <laughs> Is it, it uh, make it is up? Zombie Strippers 2. No. No, 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 no. Is there a sequel? <laughs> no. Probably. Probably no. I I agree with Lou's answer. All right, Lou. All right, Lou. Tell him tell him what he's watching. Uh this week you're going to watch Zombie by Lucio Fulci. Oh. Oh, nice. Wow. Nice. 1979 classic, I think. Yes. I, didn't they call it Zombie 2 around here for some reason? It, I think it's so, been yeah. called it's been called that. It's been called several. It goes by several names. Interesting. Yeah, it, it's one of the. Uh, it's seriously a classic zombie movie, and um, I know we we talked about Night of the Living Dead and how you're not a huge fan. Like before, you weren't a huge fan of you know old school movies, but this is one of the originals, is it not? Yes. Yeah, this is this is something that kind of started everything. This guy in in Europe or Italy, it was spun off as a sequel to Dawn of the Dead. I think at some point, one right. of the editions of it. Hmm. Is this now, the is one this of the, the classic one... scene in the in the water? Yes. Yeah. See, that's what I was gonna say. Is this yeah. the yeah. one with the thing in the water? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's all you need to know, Ryan. Just yeah. watch out for it. Oh, okay. So it's called Zombie Two, uh, also known as Zombie. Why, why yeah. would they call it Zombie Two? That's weird. Because it, it was. A, it was because a I believe I, I believe Dawn of the Dead was called Zombie in its original European release. Yeah. And this was spun off as a sequel because it was 
produced in Italy by the same company, um, and they still had the rights. Oh, I, I think yeah. they were going for the whole, the whole uh, uh, trying to bank off the original kind yeah. of thing. Like you heard of right. Troll Two, the worst film ever, which has nothing to do with Troll One. Right. So, like, <laughs> exactly. it, that's what they're trying to do with this film too. This film's really good though, but not like Troll Two. So, well, look no, at this. It's uh, yeah, released in 1979, condemned for its extremely bloody content, notably by the UK's conservative government. Yep. So just remember, it's from 1979. <laughs> <laughs> right. So Stephen Harper would be cool with this, is what you're saying. Yeah, yes. absolutely. And you can, you can actually rent it on Amazon Instant Video right now. You can rent it for um, like four bucks on HD, too. So don't worry about you know trying to find a copy of it if you guys have an Amazon account or whatnot, yeah. you can watch it there. You I have no idea cool. how embarrassing it was to dig for um, uh, zombie strippers uh, at the bargain bin at Walmart. Like, that was... Yeah, sure. You, you asked, you went up to the guy like, hey, I'm looking for a certain movie um, that features oh. Jenna Jameson, zombies, and mm-hmm. Robert England. I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> I also need these energy like, drinks and Doritos. Unrelated event. I just need these two. <laughs> I can just picture you. I can picture you at Walmart, like with the with a zombie strippers movie, a bag of popcorn. You're like, what? <laughs> I gots to eat, man. I gots to eat. <laughs> so, uh, so you got a challenge upon yourself this week to watch a, another classic, and we'll see how we get your take on that one. Cool. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun to uh, to hear to hear what happens after that. But um, you know, we're we're getting towards the end of the show here, and uh, I got to say, uh, for uh, Lance and Sid, it's it's been an awesome. Uh, time having you guys on the show it's been great talking to you guys and getting your takes on the walking dead um you i mean you guys rock you're definitely true zombie fans and uh we, we just want to thank you for uh take some time to come out to the show yeah, oh, yeah thanks, thanks for having us for having us yeah thanks for having us uh, and uh, great to talk to other people who love zombies too and especially the walking dead uh, yeah you can't find too much of that at work and stuff so <laughs> i know right because you sometimes you talk, start talking about zombies a little too much and people are like that guy's a little weird. Yeah. They want to talk <laughs> about real news. I'm like, get out of here with real yeah, news. <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about, Ebola? Have you seen the latest Walking Dead? A shooting? Get out of here. Let's talk about this dead zombies right now. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, let's talk one last time, too, so we can kind of reiterate this. So voting starts for the top 15 in a week or so for you guys listening and uh, probably even less than that for once the show gets posted. But uh, show tell everyone one more time where they can go to find all your stuff for the the Wasted Project. And, I mean, seriously, guys, vote for it. It's it's really cool. And uh, why don't you tell all of our listeners where they can go? Uh, you can go to comedycoop.cbc.ca slash wasted. Uh, you can go there, follow us, rate us, and vote for us uh, in uh, in a few days. And also, you can uh, join us at uh, Facebook uh, on our Facebook account at uh, facebook.com/slash/wasted-show, and uh, follow us there and uh, check us out. We update it uh, every day, actually every few hours, with <laughs> new uh, photos or updates and stuff. So uh, you can follow us there, and also we have a Twitter account at uh, it's the wasted the. Wasted the TV show uh, on Twitter. Awesome. And uh, seriously, guys, guys, congratulations on making the top 55. And we really hope that you guys can make it right through the top 15. That would be awesome. But so far, awesome job. And uh, you, seriously, you guys are doing something right. And it's really great to see you guys making this far in this competition. So um, seriously, awesome. 
just awesome. We, we appreciate everything you guys did for us uh, for today. Thanks. Uh, we really, really appreciate you guys having us on. It works both ways. You guys are good. I've been talking to these other two guys forever now. It's getting a little boring. So <laughs> spice it up. No, I'm just kidding. All right, Ryan, why don't you tell all the other fine folks uh, where they could find us when they're not uh, listening to us talk? For sure. Um, well, you can go to uh, SlashLoot.com and find our lovely T-shirt, um, which is still working with the Extra Life 2014 code. Get $3 off and get a little kicked into the Extra Life fund. Uh uh, actually, we should say that uh, on on Saturday we raised over three thousand dollars for uh, Children's Miracle Network hospitals around nice. the world. And nice work! Yeah, we played a little Left for Dead. We had some fun, you know. We played a little Smite. We had some fun, and then before you knew it, twenty four hours had gone by, and uh, we raised a bunch of money for kids. But donations can still come in until the end of December. And we, uh, we're looking at uh, co- planning a couple of not 24-hour events uh, to, to kind of fill out our, our goal. We're still short a little bit. But definitely go to Slash Loot, pick up a ZAMP t-shirt, and use the code ExtraLife2014. You can find a link to that at, our, at on, <laughs> on our website, zombiesatemypodcast.com. Email us. You want to win that uh, Blocking Dead print? Info at zombiesatemypodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter at zombiespodcast. Like us on Facebook. Plus, want us on Google Plus. Subscribe on YouTube. There's content on YouTube. Um, and definitely, if you want to follow the uh, the hosts, you can find me at R. Murphy, Lou at Busy Zombie Lord, Bob at Bobbert F. Uh, Lance, what's your Twitter account? You got a Twitter account, don't you? Yeah, uh, Twitter is uh, wasted the show. Wasted the show, and is that the same for Sid as well? You guys don't have personal accounts you want to plug? Uh, no, for right now, just that Twitter. All right, well, definitely go follow Wasted the Show. Vote for them on uh, comedycoop.ca, I'm assuming, yes, yeah. .cbc.ca. Comedycoop.cbc.ca. Yeah, slash wasted, perfect. And uh, it's yeah. super easy to, to gain votes just by uh, looking at all the cool content on there and, and voting and favoriting and all that fun business. Uh, I was in there for 15 minutes and basically unlocked all of it. So I'm ready to go in nine days, ready to just throw it all at you. Um, yeah. yeah. So, uh, and finally, quick shout out to Joel Duggan for all our awesome artwork. Uh, and you can find him at joelduggan.com. A.com. Thank you very much, Ryan. And uh, so, thank you. Thank you, Lance. Thank you, Sid. For myself, for Ryan, for the busy zombie lord, Lou Page. Thank you all for listening. And remember, apparently, bears have it a lot worse off than us anyway. So, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's tainted, but it's fine. <laughs> Incoming bad zombie joke. You thought just because we had guests, I wasn't going to do it, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, have some respect, Bob. Sorry, I can't do it. I got I'm going to go with another classic joke here that I've told before. Hey, uh, hey, Lou. What's up, Bob? Uh, what time do zombies wake up? Dead time? At 8 o'clock. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and they never came back again. I know. That's why we never get double guests, because they, they hear the joke. Like, uh, I'm good. Yeah. But, uh, I went through that once, not experiencing it again. <laughs>